All right, welcome. Uh, we're back again for an episode of How We Seize It uh, with me, Noah, and, and I'm Steve. Yep, we're here today. We're going to discuss. Uh, this is going to be our episode 11. We're going to talk about Picard, um, and we're going to cover episode six and seven in the CBS uh, All Access um, show Picard. Yep, Actually, you can check out our previous podcast where we yeah. talk about the previous episodes. But uh, yeah, we had episode. <laughs> uh, I think it was episode two or three was on. Or it was, it was actually episode three was Picard episode one, um, and then we did episode five was like two and three, two and three, and, three, and, then, we had and then we had a th yeah a four and five, and yeah. now we're on uh, six and seven, and then uh, we'll probably finish off with a, a a big bang and hit all three. Are there three more? Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, there's three more okay. this season. Okay. And I uh, figured it, it might be a good way to do is is we'll wait and we'll finish off with the last three. But <clears throat> yeah, we're going to cover these two episodes. Uh, before that, though, uh, how you been, Steve? Well, it's only been a few days since <laughs> yeah, we did right? our last podcast. Because yeah. so, we did um, our Sunday. It was Sunday, yeah. So it's been three work days in between. I had to give a presentation, which kind of threw me out my schedule off a little bit, oh, a little yeah, yeah. behind on my on my research. But because uh, uh, I was having to put together, this is on. I, I did a presentation at work on uh, SSL decrypt capabilities with our our firewall and the ability to decrypt all the secret traffic that people are uh, are are dealing with. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of like me trying to understand Romulan. <laughs> It's just a way of actually protecting some of our uh, making sure our they're not users. They're not getting compromised sites and stuff. Oh. Or, you know, we have kind of like when I try and look at stuff at work and it says this site's blocked. Well, that's URL <laughs> filtering, but 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 what happens is you go to a secure site. Uh -huh. Typically, any content that you bring over to your computer is 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 secured, so a firewall can't scan it for malicious content oh. or or viruses or anything like that. SSL decrypt is, is really when you're part of a, an enterprise environment, you can set up your network so that your, your clients can uh, create a relationship with your firewall. And so it basically you're allowing the firewall to decrypt the traffic because typically traffic is encrypted uh, point to point where it's from the browser all the way to the website. But uh, if, you, if you build your, uh, and, and we're in an environment where not all of our users, but some of our users, we got to be a little bit more cautious of, of where they're going because they I have they have more access to um, uh, healthcare information okay. and 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 PII, you know, different things that can can get us right. into trouble if it gets it gets uh, compromised. So anyway, I, I dealt with that and uh, haven't been doing uh, much else around much the else house. <laughs> so. No, oh yeah, no, I know how that gets. I, yeah. This, but that was good, though. I mean, hopefully someone out there understood exactly what you're talking about. Um, no, it's it's awesome. I mean, technology now has gotten so far ahead of where it was years ago. Like, you know, I used to be able to dabble in my computer and, and uh -huh, usually yeah. either get myself uh, out of trouble or just completely screw myself over. Now, I don't even try because I'm like, I don't I, I can put in a password, and that's usually about <laughs> it. Um, and I'm not a dumb guy, and I, I, know, I, know, I know technology, but it's just like... It just is ramped up so much, and I don't have a I don't have that interest in it as much as some people. 
Well, I work, you know, higher education, and so it's interesting when we're talking about something like this because we're we're trying to protect private information, but in order to do that, we have to break some privacy rules by, by oh. exposing, you know, what people. So it's, it's hard to message this sort of thing. Is yeah, hey, we're opening up your traffic and secretly looking at it. No, really, we're just trying to prevent <laughs> protect you. Uh, yeah, we're protecting you by looking at all your trash. It's really some. I mean, I deal more with the technology. I don't have to deal as much with the messaging, but boy, it's nice. hard to message sometimes these things when it becomes more complex. But yeah, I, I, I like the technology. Yeah, no, I, I yeah. I like like I said, there's a lot of people that get into it, and I can understand it because there's things that I've gotten into that you know are very niche, and you know not everybody. It's like woodworking, you know. Uh-huh. You kind of either love it or hate it. It's one of those, you know. You usually don't just take a passing glance at it. You know, it's <laughs> it's kind of one of those things. Uh, so that's cool though yeah sounds fun I know you got your barbecue though more didn't you get some of that done I did that on Sunday oh wait did I do it after I don't think it was after our our, our oh no you know what we we did talk about it that's right that's what I remember hearing about it now yeah so I'm taking Friday off we, we've got all these extra uh, days off. I'm supposed to have spring break off, but I have to work it. And so I'm, I have all <laughs> these extra us. days that I get to take off other times. So no so like, have a suit like, for us? <laughs> no. <laughs> so last week I took off Thursday, and this week I'm taking off Friday. And, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to finish up the, the second side of the barbecue. I, I, I'm, I'm liking it. I yeah, I got to look at it. Did you uh, see? Yeah, I saw it. I looked out the window. Uh, looks good. Okay. Looks really good. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm impressed. Nice. Cool. Good deal. What about you? What are you about to do? Oh, man. So, <laughs> crazy week already. Uh, you know, daylight savings time. So, I got off to a great, great start. I was like, Monday morning, I got up earlier than I had been getting up. So, I, you know, I was up and at work at like 5.30, you know. And so, it was it was great. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm starting this off with a bang. Friday hit me and, boy, it kicked my ass because, like, we, we literally, the alarm went off. What, what day hit you? Tuesday. Tu- okay. Like one day later. Okay. Tuesday hit me, so was, we hit the alarm, and I thought, oh, I'm just going to sleep in for another five minutes. Two and a half hours later. Oh, no. <laughs> right? So <laughs> went from getting up at like five, and then like seven, seven thirty, like, what? Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Luckily, I mean, I don't I don't punch a clock. I, I just go in, do my hour, so it wasn't that big a right. deal. Um, but not only that, getting... Nobody was missing you. Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> Probably didn't even realize I wasn't there. Um, not only that, but Monday I got cracked in the knee, oh, right? With, uh, at, with Tristan with at martial arts. You know, I never know. I mean, you get you you have trouble with your knees there in the middle of, of something we're yeah. doing, and and so you and you you can let out some howls yeah. and stuff. But typically, you're, you're yeah, usually, usually I jump right back, back. No problem. Um, I wasn't sure. So well, I, I jumped back and kept going. Yeah, um, I know. It, I was it there. hurt like hell so that night it swole up in a lot of pain and um i was having a lot of trouble walking on tuesday um just on buckling branch or what uh no it was one of the knife techniques okay um oh right right yeah, trusting I, uh lance the, yeah, cracked uh, my knee. that's right when he, when he, he butt ended it and yeah it, so it swole up that's right so with the back of the knife right had uh then so went to my acupuncture that i'm going through the va with which uh-huh. is usually just a, an hour-long nap with needles in me you know, it doesn't usually seem to do a ton, but coming out of there in the next day, my knee felt great. So I think it's really good with uh, just regular uh, inflammation, like the swelling and stuff really went down just after that one day where the everyday stuff where it's just the normal, it, was, uh-huh. it doesn't really affect. It's like 
But that extra inflammation, it said, oh, yeah, we're going to take care of that. So I was like, well, nice. So it finally paid off a little bit. So that was good. I've yeah. never had acupuncture. And the way you described it, lying down with a bunch of needles stuck in you, so does, it doesn't, doesn't sound... You well. almost don't even feel them going in. Every right. once in a while, I've got almost like a little pinch. Nothing okay. really deep and, and difficult. Um, and you literally are laying there on a massage table, essentially. So whether you're face up or face down, I've been face down and... Um, I literally, she puts them in and then they, she, you know, you're supposed to relax and I go to sleep like that. Matter of fact, this time I was falling asleep while she was putting them in and like, you know, like sometimes you, when you're falling asleep, you're first falling asleep, some of your muscles will like jitter or, uh-huh. or jump. Both my legs jumped at one point when she was putting them in. <laughs> Any, um, were, was this through, through Kaiser or through? No, no, this is through, uh, the VA. So okay. It's part of the. Do they have to, now that there's the coronavirus scare, are they having to like be a little bit more cautious with these or are they yeah, always pretty? I think it's, it's no. I don't, they're pretty sterile to begin with. Okay. And I mean, it's all a pretty, pretty safe thing. Okay. See, there was that. Then that night, got back my first test in my political science class, mm-hmm. and uh, I actually got I was I, I was one point away from an A. So I, that's great. Yeah. So I did I did pretty good. It was like I got forty four out of the fifty multiple guests, mm-hmm. and got eighteen out of twenty on the written. So I was like, man, eh, not too bad. Nice. That's um, uh, that means uh, you need one one point of extra credit. Yeah. Any uh, plans on? Uh, um, I don't know. <laughs> it's, uh, not well. I. I if I get a B in there, I'll be perfectly excited, you know. <laughs> yeah. I just want to pass. But so far, it's been pretty mellow, you know, not too much. Uh, this was the first time it kind of got a little, little little heated conversations in there. We were talking about something, and it was about, uh, we're talking about the first 10 amendments, and they're talking about uh, personal property and how, you know, they can't, the government can't just take your personal property and things. So then it got into the discussion where they brought up some guy who had, like, a bunch of money confiscated from him out of his car you know he just won it or something at a casino but he's still fighting to get that back and then that led into like you know well cops are you know cops are always taking money from drug dealers and, and you know and it's like well you realize that they're, they're already breaking the law to have this money and it's you can get your money back if you can prove how you got it legally mm-hmm. well you don't have receipts from drug sales so you can't just go oh well, you know I legally right. sold you know and so there's this kid in there. He's a young guy. I'll be surprised if he's 21. Pink fucking hair. Like, literally look like cotton candy pink hair. It's the stupidest look I've ever seen on a guy. I'm not going to lie. He just... Is it more like a hardcore punk or is it... Ah, is it well, he kind of... I've seen him coming in with like like a skateboard and some jackets. And that looks like he's kind of being punk. But to me, he looks more... Like, <laughs> uh, to... to he just, yeah, we're on different sides of the fence for sure. Like, if, if one of my daughters brought him home, I probably would not be happy right off the bat. I'd be like, yeah, no, you looks like an idiot. But anyways, he, he was really upset that I was defending the fact that cops were taking money from drug dealers. And he's like, well, it's a person. I'm like, no, do you understand? They're drug dealers, right? They've already been busted for a crime dealing drugs. <laughs> and I was like, so uh, you just don't care about the laws, apparently. Right, it's <laughs> just like so, uh, and it's funny. It's just one of those things. It's like, okay, this is why I didn't really want to take this class because it's good, you know. Yeah, being in California, yeah, uh, very uh, liberal based. No, I think there's some, uh, you know, there's bad people on both sides. But oh yeah, uh, but uh, y- you know, and you want to see a little integrity in in the police force. But, oh, I agree with that. I, I, but, I wasn't defending but, the cops for taking money. 
and like pocketed. I'm not saying you know that that's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that if you got busted for some reason that they co- had to confiscate your stuff for drug dealing and stuff. And I was specifically speaking about drug dealers. Like I'm not talking about the normal guy who you know has a thousand dollars in his wallet and they confiscate it. Right. I'm talking about drug dealers. Like probably some dude that has a big roll of twenties and stuff in their pocket because. Mm-hmm. No normal person walks around with big fucking rolls of 20s in their pockets unless they're drug dealers or wanting to pretend they're drug dealers, acting a thug and stuff. (laughs) No, I'm serious. It's that whole thug attitude. So it it just was one of those like, okay, so we'll see how it goes. But he was already giving me the, you know, stink eye, all that. And and so Emily's in the class with me, uh, Emily, my daughter, and, and I looked over and I go, he doesn't like me already. And she laughed. And so how old did he look? I don't think he's 21. I'd be surprised if he's 20. He looks like he's maybe... He might even still be in high school. Okay. He's he's a pretty young guy. But yeah, other than that, um, not a whole lot, really. Just trying to uh, get all these things in, you know, plugging Mm -hmm. away at, you know, the little things we want to do. Um, Trying to uh, make this a better podcast. uh, Yeah. Looking at what we're doing. Like I said, I I, I pushed out another message about trying to see, get, get a... A take on what people want us to go see this weekend. Um, well, we're trying to also start posting on a on an actual a, site. Website. Yeah. You sent me a link to what was a WordPress. Or Word, WordPress is WordPress. the one that I got the. And it didn't seem so much like a podcast place, but more like a tool for how to create a website. Uh, well, I think that's so, what they usually are. Is okay. is most of the ones that this is what I'm I'm getting out of, and this was that was also a recommendation from um, the Turtle Soup podcast guys. Okay. Was WordPress. And what it is is you set up a website mm-hmm. um, with your links, with, with links to the, the, you know, the MP files, the MP3 files and, and things like that. And then you basically get iTunes to set a link to, to there so that they can, it basically pulls off of that, which is, I think what happens on the other ones is they give you a domain name and you kind of do the same thing. Okay. So uh, I believe it's the same. And that's, that's why I said, I, I wanted you to look at it because I started getting real frugal and trying to get the, I had to get the best deal and I'm like, no, I just need to I'll figure, I'll let you take care of the technology <laughs> side and figure out which, which works best for you. Cause I guess you have to write a little, not deep code. And I've done some of these before where you kind of create websites. So I've done a little bit of that before, but I'm sure there's also some deeper stuff that I've, I haven't done yet. So, okay. um, but yeah, eventually we'll get that on there hopefully soon. Um, so yeah, there was that. Mm-hmm. And then just the other, the trying to set up like, you know, a format. Right. <laughs> I keep thinking about an intro because like, I, I'm sure these intros sound horrible. To, like when I think about them, I'm like, oh, we got to get a catchy intro. We got to get that going. <laughs> so I, just today I listened to like four or five different ones of the ones I normally listen to just to see how their intros are to kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, kind of, you know, so... Doing the work. Are you? Did you incorporate any of those today? Or uh, a little bit. <laughs> okay, okay. I, well, yeah. It's the biggest thing I, I think, and I'm going to throw you under the bus on this. Is we need our intro music. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 All right. Um, I get that. Yeah. So, anyways, back to what we're saying is uh, talking about going to this the movies this weekend. Um, there's the two movies coming out. There's the Hunt. Okay. And Bloodshot. Were the two that I threw out there? Right, I saw. I, I saw that post early on when people had only responded to Bloodshot. Yeah, so there was two for Bloodshot, two for The Hunt. Okay, and then I, I I pushed it out there again today, like, hey, someone break the tie, and I got a Bloodshot. Ah, crap! And <laughs> so, um, but I also invited people to go with us. hadn't got anything on that yet either. Okay. So. Um, you know, and it may be if it's a slow Sunday, maybe we see both. Well, okay. I'm I know, I know, we both kind of want to see Hunt. Yeah, The Hunt. 
So um, it may get overruled in the long run. <laughs> um, but I also kind of want to We see might just shot. have some more key, heated conversations with the hunt, which might be more interesting. There's that blood, too. But Bloodshot, that's a... It's a comic, or, yeah, it's a, it's a comic-based movie. It's not a Marvel or a DC Parents, uh, apparently, oh, it's a new okay, one. but oh, I did, I did see a trailer for that. He's it got some sort of nanotechnology yeah, exactly. or something that allows him to. And so I looked at uh, Rotten Tomatoes today. Um, they're both sitting right close to mid. Like I think the hunt was at fifty three, and the okay. shot was like forty nine. So they're both okay. right in the middle. But I agree with you. I think the hunt will have the better conversation afterwards because. Like <laughs> my thought on it, and I was kind of thinking, like you know, because we we're going to talk before it. I was like, they better if they're going to refer to a weapon, they better not just throw out that fucking AR-15 and it's just any old fucking rifle. Like I'm so sick of that the the non knowledge of, of weapons and people just throwing out just bullshit. Like an AR-15 is like calling you know a Toyota Camry. Oh, th- that's an assault car, <laughs> right? And then every every other car is called now an a. a, a Camry, right? Uh-huh. Well, no, it's a specific style of a of a of a rifle. So it just kind of just pisses me off because I've seen it in movies. You know, people are getting shot at, and then the, the cops are like, "Oh, we're being shot at." They all got AR-15s. I bet you not every one of those guys got an AR-15. There's probably some other stuff in there. So yeah. it just, I was like, God, I hope they <laughs> don't do that. But anyways, that's for that show. I I was talking with Alicia, who was our guest mm-hmm. last on Sunday, and uh, just. Days ago, I think she sent me something. But um, oh, well. Anyway, I sent her a, uh, a link to the guns akimbo. Oh, the uh, guns of akimbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Daniel Radcliffe one, and she thought that looked hilarious. So that was yeah, amazing. I think that's going to be a good one. Yeah. All right. Cool. Speaking of guns. You know, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Speaking of guns, uh, they uh, don't have guns in uh, Star Trek. They have phasers, they, right? They have phasers <clears throat> or disruptors. Disruptors. Yeah. Oh, it depends. Yeah. Yeah, phasers are on the Federation side. They have the phasers, but the Romulans have their disruptors. So let's uh, let's get into this uh, first episode, okay. uh, Picard, uh, episode six. Um, with that, you know, we're going to start this off with. Uh, I'm going to talk about what I'm drinking tonight for this. Yeah, I'm actually drinking two different beers tonight, and they're they're although they're rehashes um, that I've had before, just because I, I like the flavors and I haven't really gone out and bought more beer. But for episode six, I'm having another fog belt painkiller. Um, <laughs> I wonder why. For two reasons, <laughs> right? For the first reason, and this is the reason I'm glad I'm getting to drink this first, is because it's one of my favorite beers. Um, it just is super delicious. The other one is I did not like episode you six. Need pain killer, and I need a painkiller the... to get through it. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'll, I'll, rele- I'll reveal my uh, other beer choice uh, when we get to episode seven because it's it's a different, All right. it's a flip of it. All right. Well, I just got I just had I just w- brought in uh, one thing to drink, which is a bottle of wine. Right. And uh, this is a uh, well, I, I kind of came up. I I thought to myself, I just want a bottle of wine. What can I what, what can I do? And when I was rewatching a little bit, well, episode a few seven, days, he pulls up a bottle of wine. Well, this wasn't based on episode seven. Okay. This was based on my desire for to wine. Have wine. <laughs> <laughs> but also, um, when I was watching the beginning, uh, uh, episode six called mm-hmm. The Impossible Box, it's, uh-huh. a, it's a lot about uh, her uh, Soji's dreams. Right. And how they, they are... It got some interesting quotes in there that, uh, that although it certainly was not one of my favorites, I did like some of the dialogue, especially when they were trying to Un- unravel the, the riddle. Oh, between her and Narek. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, so, being all 
Well, we, we can get into that. I, yeah. I, I understand. Um, getting into uh, about dreams, I decided I'm going to get a Dreaming Tree wine. Dreaming Tree is a um, Dave Matthews uh, oh. brand, which just you know, I'm, I'm so I was I'm like, going to see them and uh, I was like, Bottle Rock in a couple like, months. How did you know there was a Dreaming Tree wine? Dreaming Tree wine. Now we know. Right, right. <laughs> so it was just it was just me geeking out a little bit on that. It's also 2017, which I did my math and it was 2017. Uh, 37 months ago and that that plays a part in episode 6 as well when <laughs> when she starts going that oh, I was she is. that I was reaching a little bit maybe so. that wine it was born the same day she maybe was. It is, yep, yep. That's, 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 that's that's a good call <laughs> I like it nice so that was just me kind of putting together a few things so that I could get my my uh, my drink on yeah in, in, and it's a Pinot Noir right uh, California Pinot so. well I think we definitely need to get a drink on to watch this episode again <laughs> um so yeah, I, I watched it a couple times because uh, I, I had to. Um, it, it was it was an interesting episode, but uh, it's right up there to me with almost episode two, where I just didn't like it. There was a lot about it I didn't care for. A lot of stuff. There was a few things I did like, um, but they did not weigh the stuff that I didn't like. Um, yeah. I did like the fact that they kind of got further into to uh, Soji, be, you know, finding out what she is, and like the little bit of flashbacks and stuff. I did like that. I do not like Narek at all. Um, I don't. <laughs> I don't know what it is about him, but just looking at him, he irritates me. <laughs> is it his eyes? He's got. It's really actually his teeth. Oh, his teeth. Okay. I I see him and I, I look at him and I'm like, he looks like he he looks like the boy by, boy band Romulan. <laughs> well, I saw yeah. a picture of him in you know it just uh, yeah. W- when you pause Amazon, uh, it shows mm-hmm. the pictures of him and it was oh. a it was a just a picture of him at a at a photo shoot or something. I don't know, but it was his real face yeah. and it was I couldn't really see him until I saw his eyes it's like oh those are his eyes yeah. so I thought maybe it might be the eyes I, yeah I don't know it just he does I, I just don't like I don't like him as a character I also don't like his accent no, I'm okay. like why Why does a Romulan have a British accent or it, it's kind of British uh-huh. you know a little bit it's like no other Romulan no I mean what, where would that come from yeah that, that's kind of where I was like mm. I think they're doing a good job with his character balancing the pressure he's getting from his sister and his own uh, attraction to Soji, and at the same time, he's able to, you know, he even talks to 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 his sister about when he when he's got the, the key, impossible the cube and talking about patience and that yeah. you know you have to uh, oh, he's you have to take the time to understand what's keeping it closed, yeah. and he's using a lot of that, and you know you could tell that in in this episode he's really trying to pressure her, trigger her. Oh to, yeah, to no, make he's, this doing, he's because, doing his job, and and and. I thought it was a it was a good balance. So I got to give. I'm not saying he's a bad character. Mm-hmm. I just don't like him. <laughs> I don't like. I, uh, every time I look at him, I'm like, he's like he doesn't fit the the idea to me. I understand, and I agree that you can get the feel that he does actually care for her, mm-hmm. and it's kind of tear him apart. Really, at the end, you see a little bit. Although that was another one. I and this was just I don't know if it was a director's call or an actor's call or whatever. The very end, of, you know, spoilers in this, but. Uh, when she trigger when she triggers out and starts beating through the ground and yeah. disappears, he grabs his coat and closes it like he's going outside in a snowstorm. When he turns around into the cube, and I'm like, "Is it is it colder in the cube <laughs> as you go further in?" It was like it was one of the just stupidest moves I looked at. I was like, "It yeah. literally looked like someone was turning around to go out into a cold night." Well, <laughs> it was did like, you get the impression? It seemed pretty 
apparent to me that that he was hoping she would trigger and get out. I don't I don't think he wanted her necessarily. To I don't think so. I I actually think he was not trying to. I I think he wasn't hoping that she would. I mean, you can um, see he was a little he was a little well, yeah, cause teared well, up. Well, when, but when see, he, he turned around and, and was crying at first uh-huh. when he after he released what apparently was uh, um, sarin gas or something. Like no, no, it wasn't. It was radiation. Not. Okay, it was a radiation. Um, because when the other guy uh, is is going to go in and shoot her, he stops. He goes, "No, we can't." The radiation. So because well, he, was, he also may have been like, "I want to see how this plays out." <laughs> true, true. There's that too. But I was just. I don't uh, think he's redeemable for doing something like this. I think he's a shit bag. Yeah. Uh, personally, I mean, oh, that's yeah. that's my. But then again, I I don't like that. I'm liking less of these characters. <laughs> what do you think of the sister? To me. It's interesting. I was watching the the dialogue between Narek and his and his uh, sister. What is it, uh, Riz? Riz? Is that oh uh, yeah, that, I'll, um, I'll, I'll look it up. You'd go, go on. and watching, and she's kind of manipulative and and sultry and and Neris. Oh, what am I got? Neris. Yeah, it's Lieutenant Neris. Maybe it's Riz Neris. I did this, uh, ID, IMDB doesn't give her a first name. Okay. Um, but I watched, and I, I looked to see, because I think this show is trying to be a little bit more authentic in its, in, its, in its dialogue, but at the same time, it seems a little overly theatrical, and I watched their conversation, and you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of theater. It doesn't remind me of reality. It just reminds me of, of this theater yeah i don't know you know i agree with you yeah i mean yeah it kind of reminds me of a bad bond villain (laughs) like she's not a good bond villain but like yeah a bad bond villain yeah and and yeah i did well maybe that's maybe that's okay because you know this is tv this is this is a series that characters if if they played up the the reality of how people will be everyone would be stumbling across their words they wouldn't be as true yeah uh you know what i also noticed or I, I just thought about this. One thing that I think we're probably really attracted to the Star Trek series in general is because they have a, they're so based on the Federation, this military uh, right, right. approach. Right, right. I agree. And this, episode, this Picard has none of that. It's very much separated from that. So it true, loses its true. structure that we, I, I've always enjoyed the, the command, just the leadership, right. all the, all the things that go along with. They have a command with, tree and stuff like that. Yeah, and you know what? We we kind of see it a little bit in the crew of motions and stuff. And it's just we do see it a little bit on the ship with because, and we should see it more because mm-hmm. Picard, you know, was an admiral. The the uh, pilot, um, yeah, he was he was a high level. He was an XO. Rafi was supposed to be a high level commander. Um, she's falling apart. She's a fucking shit wreck. Yeah, she, uh, I, I and I do not like her character even more as we go along, um, and I have a big problem with what they did in this episode. Do you think it kind of contradicts who she is, or, or I don't know what they're trying to do, but I think they're doing a bad job with it. Yeah, uh, just the whole like she shows up, they they want her to to talk uh, Starfleet into giving yeah, yeah. them that, and and so she kind of stumbles into the chair and then you know makes a phone call essentially, mm-hmm. right, and just bullshits the way through it. And then she stumbles away like she's fucking hammered, mm-hmm. and they start clapping. And I'm like, "There's nothing to fucking clap there about." She just talked to the person. Do you think there was no real acting or anything? It's like, oh, oh, I see. Okay. You know, and, okay. and, but in just this this whole fucking 
what was me drunk well I don't think they're making her likable I don't I, I think there would be another way to approach it to make it more sympathetic they're not going that direction yeah. so it's it's probably fair that you're not caring for her I just don't but, like the whole I, aspect I of I mean well, so I'll give up in, in episode 7 they gave her a little bit of redeeming quality at the very end they talk about that she even knows she's a shit show and mm-hmm. that she's a broken person and I'll give them that and that they're trying to show it. And, and they're doing a good job showing that she's a shit show. Mm-hmm. But it's just also <clears throat> for me to believe that she was ever someone as high as she was in the military and was ever good uh-huh. to fall so bad and, and break so much just makes it hard for me to believe. Like they're, they're putting too much flaw into her. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like either either she she wasn't what she what they talked about that she was in the beginning. Like she wasn't really the shit, you know officer that she you know she wasn't badass or anything like that she was really just lucky and she's just a shit show now that's my take on it i mean yeah other people have different takes and you know people may love her i personally just i i don't care for her as a character right now rios becomes the uh the uh he, he sits down with 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 uh the sympathetic ear the sympathetic ear and he also the uh, well he looks up not <laughs> yeah i know that's <laughs> i was gonna say it's not just uh, it's not just a sympathetic ear. <laughs> he might start with the ear, and then he nibbles his way down. <laughs> yeah. So Agnes and and, and Rios. Um, I, I mean, she's falling apart as well. In in yeah, but we don't know exactly why as much until beginning of seven. Yeah, but let's not get there yet. Yeah, because that's not until seven. But I, yeah, she does. She's she's panic attacking and all kinds of stuff. I remember at the end of episode uh, five. I thought it was pretty apparent that because the uh, EMH, the emergency medical hologram, was there to witness her doing nothing, um, oh. that that was somehow going to get no, exposed. I thought she shut him down before. He... She, she did, but I thought there was enough to go on to make it seem that she was being a little uh, passive and not, you know, just by shutting him off, she was saying, I'm not going to do anything to help. Anyway, uh, I, I can see. So I was, I was a little. No, I, I yeah, I get you. And I, I was a little upset when 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 she just kind of makes up a story and and that doesn't come out. Um, and I didn't well, they're playing off her innocence to mm-hmm. the rest of the crew that they don't believe she's anything but just this naive young mm-hmm. whatever she was scientist doctor. I don't know for sure. Um, <clears throat> almost they're giving her almost too much credit. You know, the crew is almost not. That's the other thing is they just kind of buy in and believe too much, you know. Like, oh, you came with Picard, you must be the great blah blah blah. No, no questions asked. And and why? What you know? Right. Rios is just going to believe Picard is the greatest guy, and Rafi. And I guess him and Rafi have some history. So right. it just yeah. It, we this is this episode uh, a lot of trigger. You talk about uh, Soji getting triggered at the end, um, right? Yeah. Um, right off the bat, I I, I just. I, I wrote one thing down because uh, Narek gets triggered at the beginning when Soji asks about his true name, and he just immediately kind of triggers and shuts her down. Oh yeah, and, yeah. And and I, and I just wrote it down as trigger. But then, like a, the scene immediately following that, Picard gets triggered when Borg's mentioned. Oh God, yes. And he so just, that was a good scene. I like that. He says they don't change; uh, they metastasize. Which I thought, oh, okay, that's kind of a, a draws a little reference to his. His cancer going on, and oh. and just the idea of the Borg. But then right after that, uh, Agnes gets triggered by 
Elnor saying, saying you know, you're haunted. You're, you're, um, he can't see you're haunted by something you'd like to forget. And then he says, was I in budding? And she says, yes. And she's, <laughs> she's right. off. So it's, they're, 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 they've set a lot of emotional um, uh, stilts up and, and tried to collapse them a little bit here and bring them down and oh, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. just uh, whittle down the characters a bit. Right. Um, it's I again. I, I thought the I thought the dialogue was well well scripted as far as uh, as like a theater show where they okay. really put a lot of thought into how these, the wordplay was. It didn't come across necessarily as authentic See, dialogue, but and I didn't pick up on it, on it as much until the second viewing. I think I didn't. I didn't buy into much of the dialogue, and no. maybe it was because of all the other other shit that was irritating yeah. me with the episode that was going on. But I did like the the Borg um, flashbacks for Picard because that, that's believable, right? So interesting uh-huh. trivia, right? So the footage that they used from Star Trek: First Contact, oh, was was, was the actual okay. footage that they used for the little flashbacks. So I okay. thought that was that was kind of cool. Uh, they have right after he gets triggered at the beginning, he goes into his uh, looks like Lacutus. Yeah, well, he goes goes into his uh, his ready room, which is the French uh, yeah, right. uh, vineyard yeah. office, and uh, he's looking at uh, a, a mirror, hollow, or, yeah, something, yeah, yeah, some some sort of screen that that is in front of him, and the, the camera does a does a pan around the the, the back, and so and then it. Looks like it's projected on his face. Yeah. He's got like some sort of split screen. Well, I think he was looking at him as he was, Lacutus, yeah. And then as they yeah. roll around, it it kind of yeah joins together and shows him as Lacut. No, I, I can't say. I, I thought that was a, a good effect. At the same time, I thought it was a really tired effect. It seemed. Like, <laughs> it seemed, and, and you you know, I think right. it was Patrick Stewart that early on when they were writing this, he was a little hesitant that they were going to revisit the board, the board. because. It's been done and overdone, yeah. and and so I think their approach here is a little bit more from a different angle. They're not really capitalizing. Oh. I mean, it's more about Romulans, but that this is this is a scene where right off the bat when they did that, I thought, oh, that's a that's an effective shot. But man, I'm really bored at seeing this because it's just so it's, it's just a little obvious. This was another <laughs> another little. In, this was a uh, a detail in it that bugged me too. Is so they get in there, and this is episode six. He he meets up with Hugh again, who's right. another re, you know rehash character who still has the little like plastic whatever pieces. You know he's still Borg. Mm-hmm. You know has all that. And XB XB. Well, yeah, he says he's an ex Borg, and then they go in, and then they, this is right after they dump Picard, which I have another issue. I'm going to get onto that one in a second. Okay. Um, and they go into the room where they're kind of recovering them and re, they're fixing them, like all the parts removed and they're right. Fixed. So, and Picard's so shocked that that can happen to someone that was a Borg to get back to normal. Where's all his fucking Borg shit? <laughs> right? Like, he is all back to human. No, no fucking scars, no nothing. And, and he's so shocked by it. And I'm like, you, you are the fucking prototype for coming back for it. So you should be, like, knowing and helping, you know. So to me, that was a little... There was a flaw there, and the fact that like, wh- and why does Hugh not have all his stuff removed, and you know things like that? So that to me was a little bit of a maybe. There's a relationship between how long you've been assimilated and how deep those those scars are, and how, how well. But how the much. ones they show, I, him, just, I mean, the ones that show him fixing are like ones that like whole arms are removed and whole sides of their face, like mm-hmm. way more than what Hugh has. But Hugh still has his. Now, yeah. 
granted, Hugh still goes on and he's still interacting with the cube and stuff like that. So maybe that if he loses that, he can't do that. So maybe that's why. And I'll give him the I'll give him the um, the break on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I was kind of that's where I was kind of that scene didn't seem yeah, right. Yeah, I get that. Then the other one, real quick, just to get into it, is, uh-huh. you know, they, they go through this big story about Picard can come over by himself, and, you know, but he, he's going to have restricted access and all this, and then they teleport him over, and he goes just into some unknown location. There's nobody there, nobody to meet up with him. And it's like, yeah, you, you can't, it's just you, and only you, and you're going to be guarded, and you can't all do all this stuff. Oh, but just... Pop in anywhere and do whatever the fuck you want, and we'll find you when we need you. Like, Maybe they were fucking with him. Maybe they decided to, you know, yeah. gave him coordinates, said go here, and we'll give you a little well, time. It to, just fits to into him of, to yeah. freak out and go into board mode. But, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. It, it fit for the story, but yeah. it's a huge plot hole. It's like there, there's a lot of plot holes I, I'm starting to find on this cube, this board cube. Like who the like. <laughs> and and they they pointed out too later in episode seven, Hugh brings it up that who the fuck is Narek and why all of a sudden he's he's so <laughs> fucking powerful. S- same with his sister, Hugh knows he's a fucking spy. So how like what the hell's really going on? And, and so maybe this is is I don't fully understand the Tal Shiar. Are they a secret organization or are they like a major part? And everybody is in Romulan knows that they're there and they're and they're respected or something. I think they are... I thought they are supposed to be secret. I think they're secret, and it's, it's, it's the secret that everyone knows kind of, kind of thing. And then, and then there's people that are more further on the outside that call them a myth. You, but that's uh, what I mean. It's like, so how the fuck did these guys... Like, oh, yeah, no. You, you've been nowhere or anywhere before. You're not really ranked or anything. That, oh, but no, come in, and you got all the power here. Sister just shows up out of nowhere. Ah, oh, fuck. Nah, just do whatever you want. Command all these people. Mm-hmm. It's just some weird... It, it it's got some plot holes. It could it could be reflecting certain politics that are going on now and who who's in charge and, and, and I I don't mean political politics. <laughs> yeah. but I mean just just we get into right, sometimes on, environments on. where where it is such a shit show that yeah know, who's in charge really no it's become so interwoven that you don't necessarily know who's in charge you know what your place is maybe and then yeah. people are kind of vying for. Well, but as much as they were talking about how this is like Starfleet had to to go in and get information in there, and and they talk later on about there's a big treaty and there's all yeah this there's stuff. a treaty that keeps so them. to me it's like there there's something something's not jiving and and they may never may never touch on it and it just might be one of those ones is that you know what if people want to poke holes in this that's going to be one of those big holes that people can poke at okay that that's just little stuff I saw and like I said I'm just kind of you know. Like I said, this this was not a fun episode for me. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't find as many plot holes in this one, or at least not enough to really bug me. It just and I found the I found the the Narek Soji uh, manipulation effective. Uh, overall, though, the episode just seemed a little lacking. Up until I found at the end, uh, it had some drama. Besides. Besides Elnor showing up, and I didn't quite understand his motivation. I liked, I, I liked how they got off. I off liked the, his motivation because. Well, I liked his motivation getting there. I just don't know why he stuck around. That yes, exactly. <laughs> I agree. And, and and at first, when I the first time I watched it, I was like, wait, how? and then and then I caught it on the second time through, where they're like, you know, they find out have his defender escape. Or, yeah. You know, he, oh, he, he's they realized that he was in trouble. But then I also had a plot hole with that. Like, how did Rafi know shit went south? Like. 
she couldn't even barely get comms into them and all this stuff like that. But all of a sudden, she got all their secret security networks monitored and knows that all of a sudden they, they're on to Picard. That's a good call. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so it's just like, oh, well, and, and, I, and I caught the pothole in this because, like, well, maybe Picard got to him and said, oh, no, he's in a lot of trouble and comms and I can't get a hold of him. So it's like, well, how do you know he's in a lot of trouble? He's in a right? <laughs> so that was another one where I was kind of like, meh. Uh-huh. So... Like I said, a lot, lot of plot holes for me. I did like that they brought the idea of the, the, the queen, the board queen chamber that they really kept away from the Romulans. It's still secret. Yeah, I liked, I, I liked some of the, I liked how they played with the dreams and how they described. What, that was, that was actually I, done really I, I well. I like what they, how they described Soji's dreams. That was, that was when Eric was talking to. That was probably the best sister. part of it. She's reconciling her human and synth- yeah. synthetic side, bits of truth, trying to find their yeah. way to the surface. And he's not a malfunction, but a vulnerability. And I just thought that was. You know, that was you, you're well, right. 100% of that was right. That was probably the best part of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of, I didn't like him. Yeah. But the story part of it was good. I just. I, that, well, I think that was that's, one of those. That's a, that's a part of, you know, you can write interesting dialogue, characters, but you still have to figure out a way of making the narrative pop, you know, yeah. kind of kind of make it inter- entertaining or something. Yeah. It, it, I know there's a mix of stuff. Well, there's a lot of this, like, in, in the whole, <laughs> uh, I can't remember if he fights him in this one where, I think it's it's in episode seven where Eleanor is fighting the, the other Romulans and stuff like that. Well, this has, and it's Elnor. Elnor. Eleanor. <laughs> I'm gonna call him Eleanor. <laughs> um, he does pop down when he when he pops down there. He does take off some sword. You know, he got some sword to the next. Yeah. Like, so he did that. That was that was a surprise attack. So uh-huh. I'll give him that one. Yeah. But the other one, he stands like 15 feet away from like six Romulans with their disruptors out with a sword up, and I'm like, come on, dude. Is that this episode or the next? No, one? that's the next. Okay. one. But it's like, yeah, don't bring a, a butter knife to a fucking See, gun the next fight. one. I had big problems with Elnor and yeah. that whole relationship. Yeah. With, or how how that all played out. That just yeah. it seemed it didn't make any sense. So yeah. I know. Okay, but we haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. Like I said, we, we <laughs> talked a little bit about that before. I think they're they're sprinkling in some some stuff. Okay. Um, but yeah, so. The only parts I liked about this, and it seemed like this was the only real reason to have most of this episode, was to trigger the dreams to get the home world. And I think they did a good job with that mm-hmm. um, and get her triggered. Although it's interesting that she didn't trigger in the same way that Dasha did. Like, Dasha went from fucking zero to 60 like that and was just full on, like, Rambo crazy, where it took her, she didn't kind of really flip into everything right away well she when she did flip is when she couldn't she, there was no one to to defend against except escaping the, the uh, but do you mean, you know what I mean she still had she, when she landed Maku. when she landed after she broke uh-huh. through the floor she still kind of seemed very confused sure she kind of human like where Daja was not like that from fucking get go she was stiff and and, and uh, android like well, what happened when uh, after she she took out all the Romulans. I'm, I'm talking about Do, uh, mm-hmm. Dodge, because then she sees that her boyfriend is dead, and, and she immediately kind of falls. Doesn't she fall apart there? Maybe um, a little bit. Maybe maybe we just didn't see her in the direct right after, so maybe that's possible. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, yeah, it was just one of those. I, I, I don't think it's horrible. Like I said, I think that was the, the main reason to have this episode. The rest of it was kind of throwaway to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just the... It got me excited. Well... I was excited at the at the end when when 
you know, as much as it bugged me that Elnor didn't go with them, mm-hmm. I was happy that he, did. that he didn't just because I wasn't interested in him tagging along. <laughs> well, it's, it's where, it's where the, the, the... His hobbits. innocence is a little annoying. It's just... Well, yes. <laughs> yes. It's... Yeah. Well, I wouldn't call it innocence. I'd call it a na- naivete. Exa- yeah. You know, it's funny. I was thinking, is, is it naivete? I'm like, no, that doesn't sound right. I must sound like an idiot. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't even get the word out, but that's ex- I would have sounded really smart. So, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I think... Only because I caught a glimpse at the end of episode seven of what's coming is why I think they why he stays. For there's more story to it. Okay, but yeah, it doesn't. And I yeah, I typically turn it off right before <laughs> before they get to the. You the, don't like to watch trailer. trailers. I, I know. Well, and you know, I don't typically go to the forums afterwards and see what people are saying. I, you know, I didn't get into the forums as much on this one. Like I said, I had a busy week, so yeah. I didn't get as much. You're my stuff. forum. You come and you <laughs> yeah. bring to me your, your. I bring to you <laughs> and and everybody I've gleaned off of. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, that's we do have two. Ep- that's and realistically, that's why we hope this podcast works for other people is because we don't agree on a lot of things, <laughs> and we do bring up things, and we have different ideas of it. And I hopefully you're at home, you're either screaming at us like, "No, you're fucking wrong," <laughs> or you're like, "Yeah, you're so right." And because um, that's what I do in the podcast, the other podcasts I listen to is sometimes they'll be talking about something, and I'm like, "Ah, you don't know what the fuck mm-hmm. you're saying," and I'm I'm just screaming at myself, wishing I could tell them. But that's what keeps me coming back is yeah. is also that inner dialogue with different people's opinions. It, uh, we all, uh, Cindy and I, finished uh, season your wife two. My wife. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you about that later. <laughs> oh, it, it's a, it's a joke from uh, Turtle Soup. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, um, we finished uh, watching season two of Discovery, mm-hmm. uh, Star okay. Trek Discovery, and which is a little different. It's it's more the traditional. Uh, military vessel mm-hmm. back in, uh, in Federation. In Federation. It takes place prior to the original Star Trek, right? And you know, Spock is actually in season two. Oh. They bring Spock in, and this is not the real Spock, but someone playing Spock. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, Leonard it, Nimoy can't be in it. So I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> uh, no, they've cast someone else, and it takes place between the um, pilot episode when he's with Pike. Mm-hmm. The, the the original pilot episode. Oh, uh, I think they call it episode zero of the original Star Trek. Oh, because okay. it didn't have William Shatner. It had Pike. Yeah, and and it had Leonard Nimoy. And they they at the beginning of the season they draw a little bit on his on that episode that that episode and that's where they introduce uh, kind of bring Spock back into it. Gotcha. And then uh, and um, and season two kind of ends where he's about to go off to or he's going back. Um, to the Enterprise, which I guess will be taken over by William Shatner here pretty soon, right? Uh, but or maybe if, I don't know if, if it'll be another actor. But uh, I don't think it'll be William Shatner. <laughs> um, I don't think they can handle that. <laughs> nice. Right? No, uh, he's nice. a little old for that one. But yeah, no, I mean, but this one has. I like a, how they tie that though. That's this, cool. This has a much. Uh, it's more action oriented. Mm-hmm. That whereas Picard is much more dialogue heavy and and. And well, introspective, a little more, dram- a little bit more dramatic. Uh, well, think and, about the original, like Next Generation, was mm-hmm. not very action oriented, and when they yep. did action, it didn't always work. And that's exactly what's happening in this. The when they action, do action, it, it, just, it doesn't work. I mean, the, work, right? the action isn't is it 
it isn't as good. Yeah. I, I like the action in Orville much better than I like any of the action in this. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of strange that way. But, I mean, that's... It, I, we'll get back into a little bit in, yeah. in 7 because I think... I li- and it's what I liked about 7. Uh, some of the stuff that got said and some mm-hmm. of the stuff that was brought up. So, yeah. I think that'll be... I was pleased with season two of Discovery, though. Season one, I, I liked how it started, but then it seemed to like it kind yeah, of tripped over on itself. Season two, it it was really uh, again, it's another elongated story throughout the whole season. Oh, okay, the same similar, story, yeah. like kind of like this is. It's a lot more um, uh, episodic how it yes. puts each each episode together. And and I liked where it ended up too. It's, I'm interested to, cool. to. I think season three is coming uh, coming soon. So. All right. So I'm not sure. I, th- I mean, I I didn't care for this episode. I could, it sounds like you liked it more than I did for sure. Um, if like I said, um, if I rated this one, it would be low. And the the I remember the, my first time watching it about two thirds in. I was like, uh, what's going on? <laughs> this really isn't doing it for right. me. Uh, and the end kind of got exciting enough to where it, it brought me around. I think Second it, viewing, it was more the, the reading some of the lines. I that, think it's that, like two where it was a very story building mm-hmm. episode. I, I, I like how you uh, compared it to episode two of Picard. And that's true. Yeah. It's kind of just kind of stretches out what we already knew a little bit. It was trying know. to get feed in some stuff. Mm-hmm. And it really is feeding in, um, them figuring out and, and Soji, triggering enough to be an android so yeah. yeah um yeah i don't know if there's if we don't have much more on that one we can jump into seven which is called the it's the planet's name right it's yeah the, uh, uh it's the what is oh, hold on let me get there got my handy day. Uh, starts with an end and ends in the nep- nepathine nepathine or nepathine nep nepathine 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 but i think they said e i think they had a hard e on it nepathine okay nepathy something like that I don't remember them. I, mean, I remember him saying it, but Nepetha. maybe <laughs> it's uh, it's where Will lives. Say, yeah. where, where, where Will and uh, Troy live. <laughs> Which yeah. yeah, so we never did really cover on that. So Parkard and and um, and Soji get away in that Queen's. Um, oh, so there was that was that was one of the trivia things too. So the technology is a show uh, throwback to a Voyager episode. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. I knew they were going to have, I mean, just in first contact, they go back in time in the Borg, uh, Borg cube. So you know that well, this one but, is, you know, that cube is just full of all sorts of technology. Yeah. So this one was, yeah, I can't remember that they said a, a certain uh, race. Uh, they, that's where they had first come along with that technology. See, that's cool. The, how the Borg, how it, it can assimilate not only people or population but also technology yeah. I like the fact that they're doing a lot of little throwbacks and mm-hmm. a little history and stuff like that uh, yeah. there was a couple other in there I didn't, I didn't read them all but um, and I liked how Hugh helped him because he was he had the knowledge of the of the cube to kind of open well and up. he also was like super, like he was you know best buddies with him because they were both Borg and you know and, and, <laughs> and, and he was like he didn't like being under the Romulan thumb Mm-hmm. You know, he says in there at one point, um, I think he said it or somewhere it was written that uh, it's like, you know, you're either under a queen, whether it be Borg or Romulan, mm-hmm. you know, so he's he's like still, you know, we're not free right? kind of thing. And that's what he was really pushing for. So, yeah. So then uh, we, so we get into episode seven. And um, so I brought a different beer for episode seven, right? Okay. Um, I'm almost finished my painkiller, which is good because it took most of that for that episode. Mm-hmm. 
episode seven, I brought another one of the Third Street Ale works. Uh, Third 90- Street. Oh, okay. This isn't Third this, Street. No, this, this is, is, is Fog okay. But the other one I brought was Third Street Ale works. Uh, Ninety nine problems. Uh-huh. And, uh, and everybody knows the song Ninety Nine Problems, but a bitch ain't one. Well, to me, episode seven was. It's got. I got ninety nine problems, but this episode ain't one. Or uh, I could have said too. There, there's ninety nine problems, and all of them are. Um, uh, what's her bucket? Rafi. <laughs> <laughs> She's the. I just. I don't like her in this episode either. I. I She's was a drug pusher. I was split on this episode. There was nostalgic mm. uh, feel to it and that I just that's... fell in love with. But that's that's just because you enjoy seeing some of those oh, old Will. characters and yeah, yeah Troy and Will and Troy. And uh, but then there was a lot of things that bugged me about uh, when they about what happened on in, at the board cube. And so the okay, so it starts off really bad, like the whole board cube thing where they the is that where it starts? I okay. think it starts on the board cube where I just where remember, Hugh is is facing off with the Hugh and a bunch of other orgs. Well, yeah, they, they face off. Uh, it, they start off. He's got uh, the um, sister. Has got Hugh standing in front of um, some XBs and she's and questioning she's, them. And then she's starting she shooting them. And she shoots one. Yeah. And he's like, and now don't tell me you don't know where they went. And she gets, you know, super. And which is which is where I have a problem. Like, who the fuck is she to just come in there and start executing these XBs? Like, there's there's got to be something, you know, it's like one of those things. Um, and, they, and a small plot hole in it, too, where I think is, it, it, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead too much, but. She, at one point, she says she can't kill Hugh because he's Federation. So does that mean the rest of the ex-Borgs are not Federation now? Or, is, you know, what is that? So, potential mm-hmm. plot hole. But anyways, yeah, so she has her guys execute, like, there's like seven or eight of them and just destroys Hugh and, and stuff like that. So. And Elnor is just hiding out. Not, yeah, he, he's not even, you don't see him anywhere. Which is not, not how they, they, that's not how episode six ended. Episode well, six no, she ended. Says, she says in it, they do cover that, that um, they capture Q, or Hugh and they're like, he goes, uh, we know you were with Picard. Where is he? Um, we found four of our top guards, whatever, killed. Um, so we know, you know, he, they kind of go into that. So okay. they basically caught him and he and Eleanor hid. Like Eleanor. Eleanor. I'm going to call him Eleanor forever, probably. <laughs> Elnor. I wrote it down, Elnor, but he's going to be Eleanor. That still kind of bugged me. I didn't I didn't get it. And I didn't, you know, I was already a little uh, wondering why the hell he was there. Why didn't he go with Picard if he was supposed to be protecting Picard? Well, because he, um, well, he talks about that. Uh, I, you pledge your sword to me, right? And he goes. Uh, and he, and so he, therefore, go away. I don't know where you're going, but it, I'm going to. Well, he goes. Yeah, he goes. I have to protect you. And he goes, well, I release you from that. And he goes, uh, I don't accept your resignation or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, but yeah, then you should be going with him to this. Yeah. <laughs> and then here he seemed, I got the impression he was like hiding away, not taking anything on. And and I still, even throughout the whole episode, I didn't quite understand what the hell he was doing. So um, to, to me, it's, he starts off, he's hiding because it's not, it, it doesn't start off as a confrontation. Mm-hmm. Right, they capture Hugh, and they don't. He doesn't expect them to, to kill the people like they do, and that's what happens. And so, um, I think he's hiding because of that. Okay. Because then he get he he after they leave Hugh crying, and you know after he kill, he comes down from hiding, and then that's when Hugh goes, "Okay, I'm tired of this shit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna change things up." Mm-hmm. And and Elnor, 
he uh, he jumps <laughs> at his side. I don't know why he chose to call him that at that point. But he uh, he comes in. He's you like kind of okay. defending him. From yeah. I, uh, well, can you see, he's like, okay, I, I got your back, boo. You know, he's like, he's like, I'm I'm with you. So uh, yeah, then they 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 start to go off to do whatever, um, and then uh, we'll, we'll cover this t- right away. Just even though it doesn't happen, there's some other stuff happens with Picard on the, the planet and all this. But Hugh and him uh, are in. A, they're trying to get to the Queen's area because uh he was gonna fucking set off the fucking the self you know whatever you know protect us mode uh-huh. and uh they they run into the sister again and this is the one i talked about earlier where where you know eleanor i'm gonna call him that because it was a stupid movie he posts up with his sword and my friends choose to live with fucking six guys with fucking guns on him and he's got a sword <laughs> Either well, they've got disruptors. They they do. They got disruptors, <laughs> and I think they're stormtroopers. There, they got AK fifteen, right? AR fifteen. Sorry, it's stormtroopers with AR 15s and that's why Eleanor was mated because uh, they can't fucking hit shit, you know. Because that that was my problem though. He's right there, and they fire, and you know, and then then uh, he uh, she comes up and has Hugh dead to rights, and then turns to shoot at him, and he jumps away. She turns around and Hugh's gone, and then Eleanor kills like a couple guys, and she turns around and shoots one of her own guys, and all this, and then it's just, it's just bad. It's bad action. It's just un. Well, then and then, and then she, he sends off some sort of like rescue me. Uh, she. Oh, at the very end. Well, yeah, you said we were going to kind of. Cut yeah, this, yeah. I I, I, I wasn't sure what that was. I, I don't either. That to me looked more like because he because Hugh. Oh, we didn't get there. Let's let's get to there. So. It comes down, and then she challenges him. She calls him out as as uh, the quat 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 <laughs> Like they don't fight like that. So then they go hand to hand, and she's all just a badass, and you know, and they go toe to toe. And then she 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 pulls out a knife, and then at him, and at the same time throws one, and it sticks Hugh in the neck. Uh-huh. And he immediately just turns his back on her and runs over to Hugh, like. If she wanted to kill you, you would have been fucking dead right then. As soon as you turned your back. Yeah. She already showed she was a badass. But then they wait and he turns and throws the knife at her and she dissolves. Like it's teleported somewhere. Which is like, you had him dead to rights with a disruptor and you just dissolve? (laughs) Come on. It's a. Yeah, it seems sloppy. It seemed like they. Oh, it's horrible. Like, like they wrote it uh, and and rewrote it and stuck with some sort of mix of. It's like of a bad Power just, Rangers cartoon. Yeah. yeah. It, nice. It is. It was horrible. Like they just don't make sense. It's like we're gonna fight to fight and bad fighting and and just non. It's, it's not good. Yeah. So. Uh, so, but that was that that was the majority of my problem with the episode. I, the only other problem well, I had was the the interactions on the ship. Yeah. Even you know. So the I ship and stuff was too. too. It, it, yeah. They, because you just. <laughs> it's like get back to the planet. Yeah. Come on, we want to see more Riker. And right. Detroit. Right. So <laughs> let's cover that real quick because that's another the I, ship. The ship. Okay. Yeah, they're in a tractor beam at the end of six. Can't get away. You know, everything's going crazy, and they're fucking, blah, blah, this, and try, try that. And basically, as soon as uh, this... Merrick's in his ship. Merrick is in a, sh- in a little ship, ready yeah. to follow him. And the sister's like, are you ready? And she's like, yeah. And he goes, okay, release him. And all of a sudden, they, they're able to take off. Yeah. And, and, he, and they, even, they did say something like, oh, I think we've been released. Or they're, they, they're probably fought, tracking us or something. Well, but so, so that's yeah. the other... We know they have the 
track. Oh, <laughs> we forgot the other first scene. That's a fucking other issue. I have Agnes. Agnes, yeah. All right, so yeah. so let's get into that real quick. We're jumping all around because there's there's holes. It's like it's mm-hmm. it's it's like trying to jump from one pothole to another in a way until they get to the the planet and then that's all good. Mm-hmm. It's it's this is like two sides of a an ice cream cone. One is your favorite flavor and the other is your f- like least favorite. Yeah. It's like literally and it's just spinning with a lick. So you're getting a little <laughs> shit, little ice cream, little shit, little ice cream. Um right. It's just yeah, that's how it felt to me. <laughs> so, okay, so Commander O. I got a big question on this. All right. So, why is it, first off, she's supposed to be a Vulcan, right? Oh, a Vulcan. Yeah. Is she a Vulcan or is she actually a Romulan? I th- I think she's disguised as a Vulcan. I think she's an actually okay. A Romulan. So if she's if she's a Romulan and in part of the Tall Shihar, how the fuck does she have the mind meld? Well, that's true. Maybe she is a Rom a Vulcan. So why would a Vulcan be working with a Tall Shihar? <laughs> you know what I mean here? I no, I shit get you. Ice cream. Shit. I was, ice cream. I was really disappointed in. That because mm-hmm. you know, I, I was when when Agnes takes out uh, the the doctor, the, yeah, Maddox. Um, I, I thought, oh man, this this could be interesting. What's her motivation? Yeah, and it seemed like this just said, oh, she well, saw she a video. Had, she had a mind meld, and uh, she was influenced by some sort of. You know, I think we're gonna mind meld. We're gonna find more out what the mind meld showed her. Fine, fine, but it just seemed like it was. A, but it was it, horribly done. It was it just. Because it wasn't interesting. It was right just, off the bat. Like I said, I thought she was supposed to be a Romulan in disguise because uh-huh. she talked about um, with the sister in episode two or three, maybe even early as that or as one that uh, she's like, "Oh, you're disguised as a human," blah blah blah, and then you know, so she right. might be a Vulcan. But then I got to wonder why is a Vulcan working with the Tall Shiar? Well, the. That that could be something. That they, Romulans aren't supposed to get along. I know, but that could be something that they that, that plays out a little bit more because things are a little screwed up with after this this whole. Sim- it's going to play out like having a sword theory. fight with someone with a disruptor. <laughs> it's just not right. Yeah, but that's yeah. That was bet, my first big problem. I, <laughs> I bet they'll they'll address that. And, and here goes because you got a good point. It was the mind meld is Vulcan. Though. And and my 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 other problem with that is whoever was doing their costuming. Right? Uh-huh. Really fucked up those ears on Commander O. Those things look like some, like, dark crystal elf-looking, sticking six feet off her head. Like, I understand they kind of had to make them, you know, you got to see them as the pointed and stuff like that. Yeah. But those things are sticking out like six, seven. They're bad. Well, I, you know, I did see a little behind the scenes on the makeup. And, and they tried to give different... Well, they they were talking about Romulans, not not necessarily yeah. Romulans, but they kind of had the same sort of right origin. In the, if you go back enough centuries, if you look at those ears; but, they're bad. Um, but they would give different people different looks. Just, um, but I mean, if you go back through all the history of all the other shows, I don't remember the ears being significantly bigger, mostly just to a point, not like yeah, twice the size of a normal ear. To a big old point, looking like you got a rabbit ear on your damn head. Some people got big ears. I don't know. What... I know about big ears. <laughs> I've got dad damn big ears. So that's why I'm like, my point is though, that it's just way over the top. It made it made her look <laughs> stupid. I'm 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 gonna stick with that one. All right, all right. I don't like Commander O. She's I got think... issues. 
That, I, didn't, um, I wasn't bothered by her. Yeah, I didn't like the mind <laughs> meld. Um, it, I just thought it was uh, it, it sold itself short. I thought it could have been a more interesting. Well, they kind of did quick story. flashes, so you don't see everything. You just see explosions, and and so I, I don't know how much is supposed to it happen. Just, in it mind comes meld. across as like, oh, I propagandize you, and therefore you, you now you see it. But I mean, I guess I guess the I plant the, the seed to to kill. I guess Dr. the mind meld has to have. It, it's probably a information like. It's like data reading a book, you know. He gets he gets the whole dictionary in two minutes. Yeah, maybe that was information overload, and it caused her to kind of or, sort or it just bit and, is they gave she, her more information, so she got all the deep, deep, deep details, which is fine. Yeah. Okay, I, I'll buy into that. But and she continues to freak out to where she tries to. I don't know if she's trying to. Well, she's trying to get rid of get, with the tracker, right? I, well, she, I don't know about that. She gave her a tracker, and she says you have to eat it mm-hmm. which is kind of weird too I was like okay well, yeah. I'm not sure how that all works but yeah you have to chew it you yeah. have to chew, chew it. it that's right um, and then uh, so later in the episode that's how that's how Narek is tracking them right they're trying to lose them and I like the idea I liked what they were what, doing with trying to lose them what did you think Rios goes to goes to Agnes and th- says I think I think <sighs> I think Raffi's tra- being tracked and when I saw that at first I thought he knew that something was going on with Agnes but then it seemed like that all fell apart, and then when he, I, I was when hoping, she said it was me. He just like, well, you know, he was he was like caught off guard. And I was hoping that you were right that 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 he knew what it was, was and trying to come up. I was too, kind of a way of of that's where they missed. It out. I think they missed. Yeah, and and yeah, because it even plays out later where he talks. He's about to talk to Raffi, and he's like, you know. I think I know how to figure this out, and she goes, "Well, as long as it doesn't, you know, end in me going out an airlock." And he's like, "Well," <laughs> and so it shows that he really didn't trust Raffi, which goes to show why would he have such a huge connection with her if he has that much much mistrust in her? Yeah, I mean, I understand his his reasoning. Like, she was all ready to leave the ship and not come back, and then all of a sudden she came back and was even worse off, and you know, so I understand that part of it, but. Agnes has been acting like fucking freakazoid from get go. Like she came on all happy go lucky, and then all of a sudden she gets freakier and freakier and freakier, and nobody picks up on it. Oh well, she does tell uh, tell uh, Rios that she's hollow, hopeless, lonely, and afraid. That's <laughs> just, those were just pickup lines. <laughs> that's what it was. That's that's lingerie <laughs> in space. Well, yeah, it's like, we, yeah, it'll help for what three, a few hours. Yeah, so she's, she's trying hours. to get up on that captain. <laughs> Um, but no, well, she even, she says, because she tries to get him to not go pick up a card, and she she snaps and actually says something like, why do I have to fight the android or something, yeah. that, and then they, they just leave it at that, and then that's when Rafi goes, that's when she goes into drug dealer mode, right, Aunt, Aunt Creepy. You go, oh, come on, I got what'll hook you up, and you know, cake, chocolate. Oh yeah. That's so, <laughs> so yeah. Okay, that was that actually was one of the funniest lines in there, and it had nothing to do with the show itself. Yeah, she's like, I got just what you need, and she turns around, and she goes, Is it cake? <laughs> Sydney and I lost it. We're like, oh, right. So I did too. Uh, and then watching it today again with Alyssa, we both laughed again. So story time, right? Uh, long time ago, uh, my my uh, daughter Emily. We, well, all of us were watching a Super Bowl. It was, oh my god, it was probably twelve. It was uh, it was Indianapolis was in the Super Bowl that yeah, year. It was over ten years ago. Yeah, so. it was at it was at it was when I lived on Chenay. Yeah, yeah. So we were all watching it, and uh, most of us I think were cheering for Indianapolis. I can't remember who they're playing, um, but I just remember the the kids were back in the back room, and most of the adults were out, and and 
home team scored, whatever team we were rooting for, <laughs> and, and we was... all just erupted with cheers. And, and sure enough, the kids all come running out, and sure enough, Emily's right in the front. She's like, "What? What? What? Is there cake?" <laughs> So for <laughs> we just lost our yeah. shit with that. It, it so. became kind of a running gag for a while. It still is. <laughs> yeah. It's it still is with her, and and so you know she's always been food, you know, team food yeah. and all that. But yeah, so when they said, "Is it cake?" I I did too. I and, and she kind of got the big eyes too. So oh she, yeah, you know, it was just the same thing. The oh, delivery was kind of the same. Yeah. Way. So <laughs> no one else except for people that have probably had that same kind of joke get it. But yeah, that was that was a good hometown laugh. That, that was, was nice. <laughs> um, and it was good the second time, just as it was the first. So yeah, we that was a good one. And then yeah, so she does. She gives her gives her the cake, and then and then that whole thing ended up really weird. Where you know, just she's panicking again and throws up, and and uh, but she does figure out how to um, stop the tracker. Essentially, she puts well, herself in a coma. Right. She synthesizes something. Uh, some kind of medical work. thing. Yeah, it's like it like seems a, like she knows exactly what is going to stop yeah. her. But it's enough to was it? Was, well, I don't know if her, her intent was to throw her in a coma, herself in a coma, or just stop the tracker and and whatever the results are. True, be true. It. I don't so know what it, we don't um, know her true intentions. Whether she knew that, but it but, did. But she was intending mm-hmm. to. You, you got a sense of her motives, at least. She doesn't want to put. I mean, I think that's why she didn't want to go to Picard because she doesn't want to give up his location. Uh, and so she finally. Oh. Uh, so I think her motives are in the right place. She ends up maybe yeah, but she ends up putting Either herself in a coma, or... and immediately when that happens, the tracker goes dead. True, which we don't understand how that all works. Yeah. But yeah, that, uh, it worked out. But we don't know her motivations. Whether she really just doesn't want to, she, whether she's trying to protect Picard, or she really is. You know, it's hard to take because she might just be. I don't want to be deal with this anymore. You know what I mean? She may have snapped so much yeah. and like, like, game over, I'm out. I'm taking my ball and going home. Maybe. So, yeah, it's kind of kind of I'm going to side with that that she had a, a, a you know, her conscious conscience got to you're, her a little bit. Give and her the, the nice benefit of the doubt that, that, that she was you're just thinking you're, of... You're just thinking everybody on the ship is okay. Well... <laughs> you're giving everybody on the ship a, a, a pass. I don't know. I... I I agree with you. I think you're right because I, I like her as a character. I always have, you know, short blonde hair, cute thing. Uh, that's that's my style. Um, you like Rios too. I do like Rios. <laughs> you know, he's got that beard going. Looks kind of cute. Were you conflicted when the two of them got together? It's like no, that's like that's like uh, doubled doubled up. <laughs> it's like when you take two Oreos and you put the, both the the stuffing in the middle of one. So, so you have two stuffings <laughs> exactly. It's like two cookies make one. So yeah, no, that was good stuff. Um, all right, we're gonna pause here just for a second so I can go get my second beer. <laughs> all right, we're back. Uh, did you miss us? Probably not. Probably better than you even saw we we're gone. <laughs> so yeah, uh, had to go get my '99 problems. Uh, I've never seen the the can of that. That's nice. Yeah, I like that. I don't know what. I'll have to read it later when it's empty. Oh, it's oh, it's like a paper. <laughs> Um, all right, so we talked about a lot of the stuff in this episode seven that we didn't care about, um, and now we're going to talk about the stuff that I think which makes this probably my favorite episode overall. It had, it had uh, a, a much more of a feel of the older style. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was just the nostalgia of seeing Riker and Troy, but I think they it was it was effectively done. It, it was part that, and I think it was. Uh, I didn't catch it the first time, even though I really liked it. But when I really sat and listened to some of the stuff they said, 
afterwards. It was incredible. Um, and then on top of that, there's the, the whole interaction between um, Soji and the daughter. The daughter, I thought, was really... Her performance was really mm-hmm. effective. It was... Uh, she had a childishness to her, but a kind of a maturity. And I, 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 I was really drawn to just her, her performance. Yeah. So I got to give her kudos for, for the director. Right. All that was... was so this was starts off well. with, with uh, Picard and Soji kind of landing, coming in this little forest. And then this shadow warrior looking mm-hmm. thing with a bow and arrow come over the, the ridge. And then... Uh, I thought it was funny. She comes down and she's got her arrow right on Picard. And he's like, uh, you might want to point that at my head because my heart's, you know, 100% whatever. Titanium or something. Yeah, some, Tritanium, I think is what he said. I thought it started with a D, but it was some uh, kind of metal. And anyways, so instead, so she just moves it up slightly right at his head. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, then he then he says something about, um, I can't remember what he calls her. He says something to her and then calls her out by name. Yeah. Like, so he knows her, and I was like, oh, okay. And then, uh, so then they're walking and stuff, and then, uh, this is the weirdest part to me. Um, although it was really good, um, it still was weird, is as they're walking, she he's explaining to her that, uh, something about Commander Data, and, uh, then she goes, oh, you're an android. So apparently that was the first time Soji had heard the word that she was an android, which really kind of struck me as weird, is that Picard wouldn't have talk to her before that and it just came it was like a bad timing type thing mm-hmm. maybe they did that on purpose so that they could get all the other stuff that comes after where they're her kind of freaking out about it a little bit mm-hmm. but it, it just it really felt genuine um it was really it was good i liked it a lot i really liked um kestra kestra that's the, that's the that's daughter, the daughter. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which then, you know, she leads, you know, cause she, he calls it out. He's like, is your mom and dad around? And, and then, uh, he gets in there and then, uh, so as they're walking up. And she um, refers to her, her brother and, and kind of a language, uh, language. That comes out a little to, bit later. Yeah. Is that not a part of the walk or just, you get a sense that there's a well, brother um, and a language that he uses? Well, she said something, she, she came up to, she said something like, uh, well, do you, do you not trust me? And you're like, have you lied to me yet? And she says, well not really a you know such and such warrior or girl of the jungle or whatever girl of the woods and this compass doesn't really work (laughs) and so um i also thought the other part of it was really funny was that she was talking about another uh when she was talking about the compass she's like oh yeah i got that from oh i can't remember the guy's name um captain something he's got kind of a a funny Gilligan type name, uh, you know, like you know, like Captain So and So. It almost had a SpongeBoby type, you know. Yeah, and uh, and so and he goes, yeah, he's even older than Picard. <laughs> and the look on Picard's face at that point was like, what? <laughs> slap you, um, which I thought was great. And then um, so then it leads to them showing up and and Troy coming out and you know the whole first first interaction with her and. Uh, I didn't catch it the first time. Um, mostly I was a little... This is going to sound really horrible, but she aged. <laughs> and uh, the first time it threw me off. I we really talked did. a little about this on Sunday after our, yeah. after we recorded. The <laughs> right, we did. I was going to say, did we and, and I knew I talked about it, but yeah, yeah. I, was, I was a little thrown off. And then maybe it was just because I, I was such a fan before. And a lot of them look so much similar that she has a very different look now to me. Yeah, I, I think it, it stands out a little bit more 
for women, especially right. when they're cast in at a at an at an age where they're, they're, they're it's more about their beauty because because yeah. men typically well in in Star Trek Riker he wasn't cast because you know he he, he was cast to try to Big come time. across as masculine and yeah. stuff and that's something that usually sticks around which is funny because he never really struck me as a big masculine guy on on I, well I remember when they first when they the first season and mm-hmm. you know he didn't have his beard yet and and, and he just I, t- I I thought he was oh they're just trying to cast a William Shatner uh, type oh, role because yeah. they they had they had uh, Jean they had uh, Patrick Stewart yeah. that they cast and they t- to try to be a little bit more um, I don't know theatrical or something to to bring something to the character uh, but they still had to get their their Shatner Shatner like masculine character and so they brought in uh, yeah I mean he's a great character but I didn't I it didn't really he never really was like their relationship really evolved for the series and and th- and and that's this episode really brought that out so that's so one of my notes was is I really loved after after the whole thing with Deanna Troy and that was good. And there were some parts that picked up on it that I really liked that you could tell she was reading reading him mm-hmm. um, when he first showed up because she's like, you know, he gives her the hug and she's like, what's wrong, motherfucker? Like, mm-hmm. you, what kind of shit you in? Yeah. Like, she, she knew right off the bat. Like, uh, and then, so then uh, they show Riker from the back and he's like cooking or whatever. Yeah. And, and the, the daughter's like, Dad. Dad, what? <laughs> Quit yelling. And she's like, and then he's like, Ricard's here. What? <laughs> and so he opens the, the opens the door and, and re, I can't remember if he said repeat that or he, he said something that had a military esque uh, chant to it, kind of like uh, repeat that or say again. Okay. Oh, that's what it was. A say again, which is kind of like that's what you say in the military when you don't get the. Oh, is it okay? Say again or and so and then the looks he he did such a good job acting in this that it looks so genuine mm-hmm. like seeing a good friend for you know and and it was like there was a couple times i almost teared up when they were on the planet yeah and that first scene was one of them like i got i got smiley and then i got teary and it's smiley kind of nostalgia that creeps in and, and and i thought they did it did it the right way right it wasn't it wasn't all about kind of that Schmaltzy nostalgia yeah. that just is 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 mushy and, and fun. This was this had some depth to it, and and you really because we watched the original series and we knew that we saw how their relationship grew. I think it, even if you it, didn't watch, it resonated the, a little bit more. Even if you didn't watch the original series, you well, could feel you could because it was genuine. It was more than just uh, Jean Luc Picard and 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 Riker. Right. Riker. It was also. Patrick Stewart and and Jonathan Frakes. Yeah. So so that that was good. Um, I thought his first introduction. He's listening to music. What does he say? He says, "Computer, turn off." He says, "Pause music." Pause music. And what the you know that is such a you know we've got Alexa. I thought the same thing. He didn't have to say Alexa. (laughs) What the hell? Well, it's just it seems it seems so uh, unfuturistic, and yet. That was exactly, you know, that's the way it was back then when it always seemed so futuristic. So it's almost like we've caught up a little bit to some of their technology. Well, I think what it was <laughs> is, it, is, well, he took, what he did is he went back. Like, mm-hmm. y- he could have all that. He could be in the big city. He could be on a ship. He could be oh, on I a get, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he says, no, I want a log cabin. 
but I still allow the bells and whistles. Computer, right. Oh, yeah. And when Picard comes in and he's like, says uh, something. Shields up. Shields <laughs> I know. Cannons charged. Yeah. Right? He just like throws a couple things out yeah, there. Yeah, I was like, that, that was, <laughs> and that house was bomb. I was like, that's, oh, wasn't it? So Lissa was watching with me today, Lissa, my wife, and then, um, and we were watching it and I, I knew, and I looked over at one point and I go, okay, quit looking at the house. And watch the story. <laughs> I saw. I saw her at the. Uh, <laughs> she told me about that. today. She goes, "Yeah, Steve popped in my class today. I'm so happy." <laughs> I'm like, "Did he come in to say hi to you, or was he coming in for official business?" She goes, "I think he came in to say hi to me." <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, we'll go with that." <laughs> <laughs> I will. I, I I had gone in. This was through. I had to go through a classroom to get mm-hmm. to a, a network closet, and I did my work in there. I was in there for about 20 minutes, and when I came out, is when I spotted her, and I walked right. up to her, and yeah. and. Uh, you know, I oh, you made her day. Okay. <laughs> well, she was doing some pretty cool work or CAD work. Oh, and yeah, stuff. she's doing CAD work. And, and, and the, the reason I brought it, I, I brought it up is, is, is I thought, well, maybe she's trying to integrate some of the, some oh. of the stuff from from uh, Troy and Riker's uh, <laughs> house, maybe um, because it does. It had a warmth oh, to it. Oh, it's so nice. And, and and yet, and it was and it was so food oriented too, which yeah, got gets me kitchen. excited. I mean, that's what I'm trying to do is try to get a little bit more of a of a of a patio yeah. barbecue. So that I, I need I'm, to get mine back together so I, I can we can start having some summers again. Yeah, well, maybe I might beat you to it. I don't know because yeah, I, I haven't been bringing I'll, people over here because my house is a mess and stuff. But as I get this kind of together, I, I feel like maybe I'll start uh, I'll start uh, yeah. trying to trump you a little bit on some of the parts. Hey, no, that's fine. Uh, we like to share. It's all good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it, it that started off, and then. Um, you know, they get into where you know they have Soji go take the shower, and so it's funny. Um, you know, uh, that scene, so this was the first time I watched that and I was like, I caught a camera angle picture that I made me think, oh, I bet you Steve like that. And it was the shot underneath where it just has the water from the shower head come down. The psycho shot? Like, like I, psycho it's, or? I, it's, well, I guess so. But it was just, it was done really well. So this episode, I, I, I only, I, I, today I was trying to catch up because yeah. I watched both episodes uh, as they came out and because my week was a little uh, crazy up until today today I was trying to rewatch uh, six and se- six and seven six and seven. six and seven and I only got through six so well, I have I want to watch seven again but they didn't they didn't do I mean there's not a lot of like shots for shot purposes in this show and to me this is what like you didn't have to have this shot in there for any purpose of the story it was literally like the director or someone probably is like, I, I, I want to get some like you know shots in there, and and it just he dr- struck me as that. I was like, oh, that's kind of. So cool. you thought it was cinematic? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I was like, okay, check it out. It's 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 a very quick. It's uh, it's just from underneath the shower head, and and the water kind of turns on, and, and it yeah. kind of goes into it. And, well, you know, since you're talking about a log cabin there in the mm-hmm. forest and stuff like that, that draws my my wine choice, uh, right? Dreaming. So it was dreams in the first episode, and, and trees. trees in the second episode. Yeah, dreaming trees. <laughs> well, I, when you first did it, so uh, looking at the bottle because you guys can all see that. Maybe maybe I'll get Steve to post a picture of it. Um, there's the part where they're talking when they're out making the pizza. Yeah. And uh, Picard goes, uh, speaking of drinks, do you mind if I have one? And he turns around, and he turns and grabs a bottle. It looks just like that bottle. Does it? It does. Okay. And so I... Th- you, you did say it was because of the bottle. Mm-hmm. You thought it was because of the bottle in episode seven. But it has, mm-hmm. that, it has that same color band around the top, mm-hmm. same kind of color 
uh, label. So nice. You know, it would be hilarious if somehow you can uh, zoom in on that picture and it turns out to be the same. You know, they, they're Dave Matthew fans too. <laughs> or maybe it's, maybe it's uh, Dave Matthews the third or something. I don't know how many years it would have to be ahead, but right. <laughs> how many generations? I think we're about. Um, so yeah. Years later. So there was a lot that happened though, and in, in, um, there, there's just so much. So much that happens on the planet and with Will and with Troy and with the daughter and Soji and Picard that is so integral to this this story at this point. Like it it right. it, it really moves the force the story well, forward. It it adds adds resonance to to the whole plight of synths being uh, outlawed. Oh God! Oh well. So yeah, that whole part, right? So that was heartbreaking because you they they did hint about the brother, and you find out that the brother is no longer. Yeah, you know he died. So yeah, they talk. He's talking to Troy because he uh, she spoke. He's she wants him to go take a nap, and she said you can sleep in. I can't remember the kid's name now. Yeah, and they walk in the uh, room, but you get a sense, sense of, of that that they haven't been in there yeah. for a while. It's, but it's just the way we left and it. So yeah. It would have been his 18th birthday yeah. and all this. And, and one of the things I picked up on that is like, you know, it was really tough on a parent. And then and he goes, it must have been really, really tough for you to go through that. And I picked up on it the second time. I'm like, oh, man, she would have got it even deeper because the Betazoid, mm-hmm. you know, link and all that. And I was like, oh, fuck, that's even worse. And she kind of breaks down then too, doesn't yeah. she? Yeah. So, and then we find out later she's talking to Soji mm-hmm. and she talks about, because they're like, you know, because the, the daughter is talking a different language, a made up language that her oh, brother I know, made that up. was so beautiful. And talked about how the, this, the, the br- her brother would her made, make up languages. Made up 12 and, languages. If and, you count such and such, which is really a butterfly language only that only has a wing flap. And I was like, that's oh, wow. cool as shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh. But then she goes in to talk about how he died and what it was was a silicone-based virus that is easily curable by positronic, uh, like if you if you positronic matrix, positronic matrix, which is data, you know, that's, which <laughs> which is all sense. Yeah, and apparently this happened after the sense were no longer around, and where so, research was also outlawed. Yeah, too. so she's just, like, uh, yeah, if this would have happened before that, he would have survived, no problem, been fine. But because of that, he perished. So yeah, anyway. so it adds a little bit more weight to that, or a little right. more weight to that. It brings it a little closer yeah. to home. Well, and that we was care a, so much about these characters. That was a huge part too, because Soji is still torn between not trusting anybody because she's been so damaged and and abused with what everything happened with Merrick and the way she found out who she was, and uh, the whole thing came out with is her son was born on a starship and was really fascinated about all the other races and how they had home home worlds mm-hmm. right earth and betazoid and all these other ones and he's he wanted a home world so he created a a language and yeah. and, and all this and then when they uh came to the the planet they were he called it i can't remember the name he gave it but it technically meant home and so you know it was kind of this whole you're talking about where they're living yeah so it was really tying into having a home and having a home world and and trusting and stuff like that and and so it really hit soji really good and then later on in the episode she finally decides that she's gonna go back to where she came from mm-hmm. to her home world and she says the word and and it's you know everybody get teary-eyed again yeah. and stuff yeah I, I literally cried a few times in this i mean i held it in pretty good like so nobody but me knew i was crying but 
you know, it was it was pretty crazy. It was so emotionally good. Yeah, to me, it was it was Riker's character that got. Me oh, he was the best because he had that stoicism that he can just possess so well. That smile, and yet you know what he's been through, and that he's there for his daughter and his wife, and doing everything he can, but struggling likely, and and yet moving on, just kind of keep well, keeps going, and and he. That, that that was just really resonated on the He screen. did a great job. Yeah. But what I liked most about it was is there were out it's the scene where he where Picard's drinking and uh Picard tells him he's like he's like, I can't tell you what's going on. He's like, No, 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 don't tell me. I got this. And he fucking lays it out on him. He's like, Let me guess. This, 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 and, and Picard and, just and he puts it together kinda of like Sherlock Holmes would. You oh know, yeah. It's like this this leads to this. And but so what what got me though is is as he puts it together and he goes, and what it comes down to is you're the one deciding who can put themselves in in the line of danger, and only you get that call. And he goes, and he called him out for being I can't remember what the word was he used. It was it was he basically said you're being an arrogant, you're being arrogant, you're being arrogant about it. And it's like you you can't you can't always be that person. He's like he goes that's not who you used to be too. And he calls him out. He's like. Um, that's good that he said that's not he used to be because he wasn't, you know. Well, he, he told him, he goes, you need to be this, this, and this. And there were words that all described how he was. Uh-huh. And I was just like, oh, snap. Yeah. He just slapped Picard across the face and said, get your shit together. Yeah. And Picard heard it. And you could see it. In his, he didn't say anything afterwards, but you could see in the face that it's almost like the light bulb. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was just like, that was, that was uh, great. One of the things Will said was, um, uh, oh, I'm thinking I can't read my own writing. Ignorance of damage or danger is all that it takes, right? So he's talking about like, if I don't know about the dangers, I'm safe, is what Picard was trying to push off on him when he was telling him he wouldn't tell him what, what it was. So he's like, oh, so the ignorance of the danger is all it, is all it takes. <laughs> he was calling him on and saying, yeah, that's, he, that's he, not but, the way that... Yeah, so he did. He called <laughs> yeah, him out. Good. And then... Later in that, uh, Troy does the same thing. She calls him out on it, but in a little bit different. Like, um, is it, is that when uh, Picard kind of snaps at Soji? Or, or yes, it, I didn't. I, I, that seemed a little awkward to me. I didn't. Well, it, what it was is um, because he still was coming over, kind of like like being in control, not like like coming over like she she's. In his command, okay. Not like, not like a daughter. Not like you know someone, someone that is in Starfleet that has to follow his. Mm-hmm. So she was like, "Hey, hey, no, that's not how it is." And even even uh, Will called out. And he's like, "Yeah, he, it's like dealing with a teenager. You know, you're gonna you're gonna learn." Picard in in this this series has kind of frustrated me how much he's abandoned who he is, his ego, a lot of things. And maybe as he's being reacquainted with his old, old crew, he's starting to put that back together. So I remember we had talked about that, mm-hmm. and we both had said that, how he's, it's just different. And watching what they said and watching his face, I was like, fuck, did they do that on purpose? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, yeah, no, well, no, they can't be that good, but did they? <laughs> I'm like, well, they yeah. couldn't be that good. But I was like, if they did... Fuck, I got to go back and reevaluate some of the stuff. But that's one of those things because, yeah, it, it is. It's this episode, and that's why I liked it so much, is because they did. They said, "Look, this is why you are Picard, is because of this, mm-hmm. not because of this other shit you're doing." Mm-hmm. You know, you got you got to get back to who you were. 
And so it all came to head at this one, and, and, and it took Troy and Will to, to kind of like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, they took the kids' gloves off. They're, they're not treating them like the Admiral. Yeah. They're treating them like a, a, almost an equal, some, equal in respect, right? Yeah. And I think that's, that's what it took because Rafi never had it, you know. Uh, none of the other crew have that relationship with him. So they, even, even Seven of Nine wouldn't have had that relationship. So right. Some of them could come about with this equal amount of respect and and call him out on the shit and so uh yeah yeah it was just fuck yeah basically troy tells him you you got to be the old picard i wish i would have written down the words i mean you guys all should watch it and watch it with the watch it with the subtitles on and watch just the scenes on the planet don't yeah (laughs) yeah just skip through all the other bullshit um yeah, if you if you only watched one episode, you probably wouldn't be listening to this podcast uh, anyways. <laughs> but if you're gonna go ever go back and watch anything on this one against episode seven right now is by far the best. And I think it all comes down to to the episodes on this the, this planet. This this had the most resemblance of old old Star Trek uh, Next Generation. Yeah. Um and kind of what I was hoping for in, in when it came out. Because literally going into episode seven, after watching everything else in six, I was like, fuck. Yeah, and you hated five. I know that was, <laughs> that, was that one I really enjoyed. But uh, And I, I, I think that's still one that I don't want to go back and watch again. Yeah. Um, I, yeah but, but this one, I think, I think trumps it. Well, I, I think it was, it was disjointed because of some of the other things that really bothered me about like, it. Five but, was a throwaway but, episode, I well, think. It really was. If you, I, it's almost like they put that in there just to do the seven and nine stuff. Okay, I, I think it was. It, it, should I give you a spoiler? No. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, you. <laughs> I well, it, you just something you pick up on. It, it's something that's going to go on in the next three episodes. It, it's going to. Okay. Go ahead. So no. the yeah, battle, the battle for the Borg. Where, how'd you find artifact. the spoiler? Did you put this together? Yeah, or, I put it together you... just from the clips they showed. Oh, okay. Um. This is why I don't think he, uh, Elnor sent a message to get help. I think he's getting help locally. Because remember, he said you need a Borg. Uh, Hugh said you need a Borg to get to the Queen Hive. So he has to get a Borg to get into the Queen Hive. So that's that's the little dangle thing. I think is what he, he someone's coming to help him. Is seven and nine okay? Because they're, they're just because the, it's almost like it, it's just there's clips of shit going on and blah. And so blah. Sounds, oh, so they bring it. And all of a sudden, and, and she like steps up. And she's like, "What the fuck is this shit?" Like, <laughs> oh, she does she show up in the trailer? she shows up in the trailer? Oh, like, okay, like literally, like walking in, like what kind of fucking mess is this going on? And so um, I have a feeling it's going to be her and him uh, battling to the Romulans on. So you think that the Elnor had more motivation that we just haven't seen yet. I don't know if he had more motivation necessarily going into going mm-hmm. to the Borg, but when Hugh died, because do you remember, uh, so when Hugh dies with the, the knife in the neck, he says, uh, you know, I needed to save the ex-Borgs and all this, and he said, uh, how's that for a hopeless cause? And remember earlier when Elnor says, how, how do they, uh, I can't remember, they tie their sword to someone, that it has to be a helpless cause, right? So he's gonna. As Picard says that has to be a, a. It has to be a helpless cause. Well, now he's no longer have to help Picard. Help or hopeless? Hopeless cause. Yeah, yeah. So now he's gonna tie himself to finishing what Hugh wanted, which was 
protect the ex-Borg from the Romulans on the Borg cube. You think Elnor would just, like, switch to another... I think he did. Okay. I think that's kind of what happened at the end there. Did you, do you remember that, that episode of Next Generation? And it had... Uh, who's the Phoenix in uh, the uh, X-Men? X-Men? Uh, in the Jean Grey? Jean Grey. Who plays Jean Grey? Oh. So the actress who plays Jean Grey yeah, I know. Uh, was redhead. in an early episode, was in, I don't know, early, but in an episode of Next Generation where she, I, I, I think I remember this correctly, where she was a, uh, she was raised as someone that would connect with, she was like, it was almost like she was a, well, she would connect with a person. She would be given as a gift to another person and she could meld with them and become forever uh, connected with them in a relationship, you know, and, uh-huh. and she was given to, she was supposed to be given to some, some king or something like that. But Picard was there to, to, to facilitate that. And at, at the very end, she find that she has, Connected, even though she goes off with this, king, oh, she, she connected she with connected with Picard. Picard. She even tells him, <laughs> "Connected with you," but but too bad, and you know, and and, and <laughs> because she knows that he would want it that way, she does. She goes there, or she goes along. Oh. But and, and, and oh, the only reason I th- I'm thinking of that is because the well, way that okay. that Elnor is kind of starts with Picard, and then just so here's here's why I think, I think here's why he could because. <laughs> He, he, he tied his sword to Picard's helpless cause to get to Soji. Completed. He got her there. To get, okay. Right? So, oh. So he could see that as... Oh, so he felt that, that he, he was... He, he completed well, that he, task. Well, not only that, Picard released him. Right. So he completed that task. And then he stayed with, to protect him on his way out. And then he made, he kind of made a, a pack, you know, a, a connection with Hugh. And then he's holding Hugh when he dies. And he says, I, all I wanted to do was protect the ex-Borg. That's interesting. You know, if they can figure out a way of articulating that and, and making that motivational... I didn't pick it up until I no, saw it the third time. Well, that, that, would, that, would, uh, that would be fair and, and uh, effective. That, yeah. uh, we'll see. So, yeah, that's, I, I just had her name, if you care what, about her what, name. That's, it was... Uh, oh, the... Fact uh, me, Jan oh, gosh, Jansen? Yeah, she's she's got a tough name, but that, I was right about the the, the actor, right? Though she yeah, she that was her. The, okay. Um, so yeah, that I mean, so that's what I'm seeing coming is is they're gonna there's gonna be a battle for the the board cube. Well, see, so so sometimes you look at things that bug you, and and maybe I think they they had a right to 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 bug us in this episode, but maybe they're gonna try to fill in some of those those. Holes. Well, that's why I, that's why I said they had to put that in there to get to get the reason why. I don't know what the big reason will be in the end, but um, that was, I think that was there. There was just parts of, like, I love the fact that that's, that's the reason he's there, and, and that's that's good. I, I'm okay with that. Just the fighting scenes were kind of shitty, yeah. not well laid out. Not, not I mean, they could have been better. It's, it's just, they could have, yeah. You needed, yeah, you, you were saying that, that the fight, you know, when you have a drama-driven uh, series, sometimes the fight scenes just come across yeah. as a little lame and... Yeah. Although episode one certainly had some good ones with, with Dodge. Oh, see, now, the, yeah, well, I mean, that to me is weird. Like, okay, why, other than the big jump, the fight scenes right. were incredible. Like, the ones, the other ones are, they're dark. They're, the jump was probably there 
to, emphasize to reveal that, that they had some superhuman strength in a sense. Yeah. Um, to, to, and, and it probably led more, added more credence to the fact that Soji was able to bust herself out of this right. well, they even metal cube. They even say, um, the daughter even says, um, can you run really fast? Can you jump really high? Can you bend metal? And so that I think that's playing a little bit to it. Um yeah, she she was great because she she was able to connect with Soji and 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 kind of diffuse what was what was oh yeah becoming oh. so <laughs> such a time bomb. Well, she Soji. really she really laid out why um, why it meant so much to be an android and what was what was so different about like. They're like, why? Why in, would in why such would a way? way? Yeah. <laughs> why would he give me mucus? You know, and <laughs> right. And so, and and she pointed out that like Data could do all these things, but all he wanted to do was dream. Mm-hmm. All he wanted to do was be human. Yeah. And so, why, to the point where she could almost like be proud that this is this is her father. This yeah. Is, this is her. Her. Yeah. So those those were incredible scenes, and, and just the. Uh, like laying it out like you know and I thought that was really cool mm-hmm. um, and how close they seemed to got really quick and that was good so I found the quote that I wanted to talk about about Will Riker right uh, real Will Riker Will, <laughs> Will Wheaton Will, <coughs> real Riker uh, so he says uh, classic Picard arrogance right uh, you get to make the decisions about who gets to take chances and who doesn't and who's in the loop and who's out of loop and and naturally it always ends up with you and then he starts to go, Will, and he's like, no, no, that's fine. Uh, he was, that's fine on the bridge of a starship, Captain, but now you're dealing with a teenager, more or less, and he goes, and that can't, uh, and that can be extremely humbling in the uh, experience. So, like, he really laid out some of the stuff, it was like, that was that whole point, he's like, you can't, you can't just tell people what to, you know, you're not on a starship anymore, and stuff. So, so that was pretty cool. There's, there's, we could go into a lot of the other ones, but, yeah. Uh, if, it, if if you go back and watch anything, it, it would be good to watch this episode again and, and, and just I'm, read I, the parts of it. I'm going to reemphasize the performance of the of the daughter too, because ch- children, act, you know, child actors portraying characters can go so wrong. I mean, you look at look at uh, Phantom Menace and and uh, Anakin. <laughs> and, and, and right. I'm not I'm not blaming the the actor. I, I mean, the director has a lot to do with it as well. But there was something so genuine about uh, her performance. In this oh, it was great! That that you know, I think there's some tricks to, to filming actors that are a little younger that that are you, if you really want to capture their innocence, you hide the camera and then you just make them you know talk, uh, make them do stuff, and then yeah. you, and then you put you edit those things together. But when you actually have really you know this is futuristic dialogue you're dealing with and 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 to come across so so she's well great, and really pull off that innocence great. really got a she had a wonderment her. about her yeah that was that was the best part she had a wonderment yeah about her. you know yeah. It, was, it was she was in, entirely intrigued and, and just you know everything about soji and and i love the i love the part too she goes well it, you know like she goes, well, are you impressed with me because I have mucus? She goes, no, it's more because you're about three. And that makes me in charge. <laughs> that's true, yeah. That's true. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, but, and, and if you have, if you cast someone that, that can't really pull off those lines, you know, and it doesn't work, the whole episode kind of, yeah. kind of no, can they, fall apart. They, and, they and, nailed and that. Was, that was like great. I said, out of everything that's happened in the whole show, mm-hmm. the two things that stand out on me was that first 
uh, fight scene that I thought was incredible. When she was first triggered? Yeah, when yeah. she was first triggered. Well, but there was the two. There okay. was the first triggered, and then there was also the one. Minus the jump. Minus the jump. <laughs> and then everything that's happened on this planet. Everything else, to me, so far has been blah. Well, I, I, you, you've you, you connected with Rios. I um, did. I like some of... of but it's one of those things, if, if that's all there was, I could I wouldn't have watched a show. You know, you brought up uh, your frustration with the ship uh, <laughs> yeah. last time. I thought these these two episodes, I don't know if this is a change or just because I was trying to be a little bit more aware. They had some interesting shots that revealed... It's a very small ship. They revealed things more from the outside, where like they looked in and you could see the, the from the outside. And I thought that was effective just to give it a little bit more uh, reference... Um, well, the only thing to me in that, it made it look smaller. I get that. But I bet you're a little turned off at the fact that this is not a Starfleet ship. You're not seeing the structure that, that, that you might find in all their other ships that well, you I, typically no, see. No, it wasn't necessarily it's that. Like, it's I so actually, empty. I like the fact, well, because I guess it was supposed to be like a cargo ship. Uh-huh. And so I get that. I know what ships are about. Yeah. I mean, I, I was on, I've been well, on I know. ships. But, but and, you're you're there with crews and people, and this just is like a, an emotional crew that's all kind of a wreck. Yeah, well, and it's also it's very empty and very, like mm-hmm. open space. You don't have open space on a ship. Yeah, you use every fucking space to the. But fucking, that's not what's going on here. No, and um, that's that's what's weird about it. And it's yeah. like a big cargo thing. But the other thing is, is the way they show like they they have the bridge. They go back and you see the big hole behind them. It drops down in that, and then it goes right into that little medical bay, right? And that's that's. Kind of the back of the ship. Well, where are the quarters? Where, where's the mess hall? Where's the other? You know, where's the big fucking room that Picard has? Yeah. Well, I bet they have it all mapped out. I bet they've mapped out that ship. I, I would like to see it because right now it doesn't it doesn't fit what okay. that kind of ship. Like like why would you have a big ass? Well, because you got a sense of where, where he was kicking the ball around. Was it that was right? Ne- no, that was right next to the bridge. That was in one of the, those wings or the landing gear, whatever that, that the... I think it's... So, like, if you if you look straight at the bridge where they normally mm-hmm. show him, it was kind of right behind him because the, the rails were behind him. I thought it was in one of the big rails. Or, or no. Well, then, then that would be right... That would be at the bottom, okay. then, where the cargo where the cargo normally yeah. goes. I bet... Yeah. I, I'd be... I'd, I'd, I'd be interesting to see, but, yeah. I, I bet they've got some... But I have an... Like I said, I have an issue why you would have a big hollow deck quarter mm-hmm. on a ship like that. Everything else is bare bones. Well, how I mean, look at the look at the. Tr- they, it could be as big as the room we're in right now. No, yeah. holodecks holodecks have always shown they have to be bigger because you have to be able to move. Well, you do, but but if it's if you're dealing with virtual reality, maybe it can they can pr- uh, create the, the the illusion of movement. They can to a point, but I don't think it could be a small room like we're in now, which is just a regular sized bedroom. It's a little what ten by ten. Yeah. So, which is what would be on that ship? A little little. Like I, I, I'm curious. I mean, I, I, well, think about think that, about it. That's, that's the science of Star Trek. I bet there's a there's well, plenty no, of books about. Think the about when of Star they walked Trek. in and they're all standing in there. They're like they're literally 10, 15 feet apart. You couldn't do that in a. You have to have at least that minimum space. Like I get that. We well, they always showed it in uh, in uh, Next Generation. Yeah, and it was a very fish. large room. Was it okay? Well, now it's twenty years later. Maybe they've got to. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm calling. Plot hole. Okay, but yeah, that's 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 <laughs> me being in the ship thing. Like, because with yeah. Next Generation, they did it well because they always showed things with big long hallways and stuff like that. So you're like, oh, I, I'm not even seeing the end, right? And when they showed you outside the ship and they showed you the people in it, it was always these tiny little fucking window, and you could uh-huh. see the people in it, not like 
big ass fucking suburban window that you're looking in and you can see the people and then you can see the back of the car. Yeah. It, it looks too small for my, my taste, but, you know, that's... Well, for your taste or for your... For my believability, too. Believability, okay. Okay. I, I would have... I, Starships aren't supposed... Like, especially those type of starships aren't supposed to be that. If it was a... Especially if it was a cargo one, it wouldn't be tiny like that. I, I don't know. It's just one of those things. But, you know, I'm going to nitpick the things I'm going to nitpick. Um, so, yeah. I uh, I really like Seven. Um, I don't. I won't go into what, what's coming up more than I said the Borg fight. You know, okay. Because I don't know what's the rest of it. I don't... That, I just picked up a little bit of that. Because they do some really quick flashes. And I saw... Some board stuff and the cube, and then and then seven and nine, and, and right away I went, wait, seven and nine is not dead. Oh shit! Okay, makes sense. Because I was wondering how Elnor was going to do anything on the cube. Because I would, I wouldn't think yeah. they would let that die. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Three um, more episodes, so we're gonna we're gonna wait to yeah. to watch all three. So of yeah, them. that'll be like a three week, which is good because we've got a couple. Uh, new release movies we're gonna do. No, uh, maybe and maybe maybe not right after. Maybe we can give it another week after that too, just so we can yeah do, yeah. do kind of a, a, a overall season. Cover. Yeah, uh, definitely definitely cover the whole season and mm-hmm. do like a, so basically and get up to up to speed on it and yeah because yeah, yeah we have a lot of other stuff coming up like we got movies this weekend and we got uh, Quiet Place Two coming out in two weeks. Is that two? Weeks? Okay. Yeah, I think we're gonna do another guest. Uh, I like those. I like I like having guests. I like doing yes. kind of the the uh, the pre and post. It yeah, adds a little bit more of a. So if you guys have all seen the the if you're in the Facebook group and you've seen, I put out a post of what we wanted to try and see this weekend, and I also put in there PM me or email us if you want to be part of the the podcast. Because, like I said, the guest part for us right now has been a lot of fun and. Um, if you're listening to these, I'd love to have you guys there to hear what you can say and, and be part of it. Cause that's, this isn't just for us. We're hopefully that it's, it's worth something to you guys too. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah. Uh, and it gets, gets us out of this room. This 10 right. Yeah. 10 room. <laughs> yeah. That's the other part is we, uh, we'll, we're going to, we'll go somewhere where they actually serve beer and drinks, uh, mm-hmm. at the theater. So we'll, we'll have one before while we talk about it. And then we'll go either to where we can sit there at the brew or, uh, at the, um, movie theater or go to a brewery close and, and do our talk out over a beer or a drink. Uh, if you don't drink, that's fine. Um, it's more for us. Uh, so, uh, cause we enjoy it. Um, but yeah, if, uh, if we got a week coming up or you got a week coming up and get, get a hold of us, let us know that you're available and we'll let you know what we're going to see and, and, and we'll try and hook it up. So I think, yeah, we've got potentially bloodshot or the hunt, the hunt. this coming week. Um, Quiet Place 2 the week after, and right. then I don't know what was after that. Um, I don't think we said anything down. We still have to finish off Orville, too. Oh, yeah. We have three episodes to finish the yeah. season. And then uh, uh, there's a lot of other requests um, that okay. I've gotten just in general with some stuff. And then um, I think we're going to do once a month, we're going to do some trailers, too. So um, I think we've got quite a few things. Yeah few things to do so cool and i gotta finish the music yeah we'll get to uh before <laughs> no. we before we get legit we have to have some intro music um, <laughs> don't, don't expectations low yeah <laughs> so uh thanks again for joining us um ways you can hook up with us are on our facebook post that uh that is um how we seize it um uh special group on facebook or uh how we seize it at gmail.com with uh dots between uh the words Remember, C's is with three E's and a Z. Uh, And I guess that's about it. That's it. All right. Well, thanks. And goodbye. Bye.